Welcome. My name is Jesse and you are listening to The Wake Up Call. This show is about opening your eyes to how you've been living, bringing awareness to the standard you've been operating at, and helping you start living to your full potential. There are two ways I'll help you do this. One, by disciplining your mind, and two, by strengthening your body. It's time to take stock of your current performance and go to the next level. Let's do this. Hey guys, welcome to The Wake Up Call. In this episode, I want to discuss everything regarding balance training. Now, I'm talking more in particular about balance beam training. So there's a lot of different ways to develop the quality of balance. But I'm going to give you a bit of experience and a bit of an insight into how I've been working on improving my balance over the last couple of months, but with more of a concerted effort over the last few weeks. So this is something I've incorporated a new daily habit into my routine, uh, which is balance training. I made a balance beam last year and I've kept it in my office. The one I have, I believe it's 1.2 meters. Um, and basically it's just plopped, it's, uh, popped up on a couple blocks to elevate it off the floor to make sure it's nice and stable and isn't going to tip off. Uh, or basically break my ankle. So that's pretty important to me to make sure it's got a nice stable base. But this is something I've I've been doing a little bit more uh, formally, shall we say, over the last few weeks. And I wanted to run you guys through it because I've really been enjoying it. I've been noticing some great benefits from doing it. Um, and it hasn't really taken too much out of my day. It's actually something I quite look forward to. So when I kind of if I haven't already completed my habit for the day, my phone will give me a notification because I've put a reminder in there to basically ask me, have you done your balance training today? And it's something I really enjoy. But my new practice that I've incorporated and put into my habit tracker is something that I thought would be a realistic starting point. Um, if you haven't done it before, you do need to start with uh, small doses. So that means I've got, I'm doing 10 minutes, it may mean for you, with the conditioning that your feet um, are currently exposed to, you might have to start with perhaps two, three, or four, or five minutes at a time, because it actually is, at when you first start, it can be quite painful on the feet and the tissues of the feet if they haven't been exposed to this hard surface. So if you're uh, perhaps like an office worker or you're, you're constantly in shoes, especially shoes which are too small at the front. So if they have a small toe box where your toes get all bunched up and they rarely get a chance to splay and spread wide, you will probably find that you have a low tolerance level to balance training on a balance beam. Um, your body will adapt to the positions that you expose it to. So if you're always in shoes or formal footwear, don't be surprised if you can only handle a couple minutes of balance training, okay? But what I do, this is my particular practice. I've always got my watch on during the day, so I put my wild toes on. If you're not familiar with wild toes, these are basically, if you've ever had a pedicure, I haven't because I'm too manly, but no. Um, if you've ever seen uh, what, hap what gets put between the feet if you have a pedicure, basically they're toe spreaders. They help, they're little inserts that go in between the metatarsals, the toes and the bones, to spread them apart. That's what wild toes are. So you can get them if you wanna look into them. They're from the Foot Collective. Um, but basically I put my wild toes on, I start my watch and off I go. So I've got my 1.2 meter balance beam on the floor, propped up, and then you stand on the balance beam 
and you've got to try and balance. And there's a lot of different sequences and movements and exercises that I do during my 10 minutes. I will start off as I'm competitive with myself. I will see if I can walk from one side of the balance beam to the other, which for me is four steps. So you're stepping one foot directly in front of the other. So it's in line, walking, it's a narrow stance, and the wild toes basically help to increase your surface area on the beam. So you'll actually find the more you do this, the larger the space that you will actually take up on the balance beam, your toes will take up a greater surface area and you'll find you can actually start to grab a hold of the beam with your toes, okay? So I do inline walking, so walking forwards, I do walking backwards, I do single leg balance, obviously both legs as well. So I do a few different variations. I do it with a straight leg because I'm trying to expose my body to all of these different positions. So if you never expose your body to its full range of motion or a variety of exercises or positions, it's not going to get strong in them. So if you ever get put in that position, your body may not be able to cope with that load or that stress because it has never been exposed to it. So I do it with a straight leg, I'll do it with a bent knee and a bent hip. So if you just unlock the knee, the hip still doesn't take a lot of load, but if you tilt your body forwards a little bit, and then we have a bend at the hip, knee, and the ankle. So we're getting ankle stability, we're getting knee stability, and we're getting hip stability. I will also do some side stepping. So I'll put my toes in front of the beam and my heels behind the beam, so it runs horizontally across my feet, and I'll do some side stepping. And then I also do some squat holds. So that'll be with the beam right through the center of the foot, so right through the middle portion of the underside of the foot, which if again, if you haven't done this type of thing before, it can feel quite uncomfortable. Basically, you have a piece of metal that is just driving or you're applying force through your foot down to this metal beam. So that can be quite painful if you are not exposed to these hard surfaces. But that's, again, why I'm kind of doing it, is to strengthen and toughen up the feet. So that's one variation with the squats. I go narrow stance, I go wide stance, I go on my tippy toes. So it's almost like you do a calf raise, and then you squat down on it. And I do all sorts of different things. But I want to go through some of these benefits that I've kind of experienced, and that I'm kind of chasing. And that's really why I wanted to talk to you guys about it, because it doesn't take up a lot of space. It didn't cost me a hell of a lot of money to make it, and it's fun. This is something that I'm kind of learning more and more as I get a bit older is you actually have to find things, still in terms of movement or training-based, but things need to be fun. I love weight training, absolutely. I think you should be doing it. I think everybody should be doing it because there are so many benefits that are derived from it, and that can be fun. And is fun, I think, if you get the right approach and the right training program and the right level of progression. But balance training is fun in a different sort of way. I don't, I'm not too harsh on myself where I say, oh, that rep was terrible. I literally just play around with it for 10 minutes, expose my body to a host of different positions, and I've generally got a smile on my face as I do it. It's really fun. But these are some of the benefits. Improving single leg strength. So as I mentioned in a recent podcast about unilateral training, single limb exercises. This epitomizes unilateral training. You are always on one leg at a time, or at least the weight is offset, typically. 
One foot is in front of the other. Maybe you stagger the stance. Maybe you angle your feet at 45 degrees. So it's, it's working the fascia and those tissues on the underside of the foot in different lines. So we've got single leg strength, working left side and right side to make sure that you know one isn't significantly stronger than the other. As mentioned, we're developing ankle stability. Having the ability to hold a strong, stable platform from the ground is critical. Think about all of the different exercises that you would do in the gym that require you to have your feet on the ground. There's a laundry list, there's a huge amount of exercises. So the more stable you can be, the more force you can put into the ground, the heavier you can lift, but also the safer that you can do that exercise. We also couple that by developing mobility and strength in the ankle ligaments. So for me, this is very important. I play a field sport, I play football. I'm cutting, I'm changing direction, I'm jumping, I'm landing. I'm having to react to what's in front of me, what's behind me, what the referee's doing, you know, where my opponent is, where the ball is. So the ankles for me in my current situation and what is specific to my life, that's, that's critical. I need to have strong ankles and the ligaments that support the ankle. I'm also improving toe and foot function. So again, if you've listened to a previous podcast where I talked about being barefoot, and as I'm actually learning a hell of a lot at the moment from a few online um, pages, uh, a podiatrist and uh, the Foot Collective as well, just about the importance of feet. And again, it's not a foot fetish thing. It's just about, hey, I want to have a strong body that lasts me my entire life without being, you know, having any debilitating loss of function. But ma- actually making sure that your feet and your toes can function optimally, which means they need to be splayed. They need to be able to open fully, just like you would be able to clench your fist and then open your hand completely all of your fingers separate and have a great deal of space between them, the same thing is true for your feet. You should be able to have good mobility in all of your toes and your foot. You should be able to plantar flex, which means to point your toes. You should be able to dorsiflex, which means to pull your toes up. You should be able to invert, turn the foot in, evert, turn the foot out, and you should also be able to rotate the foot, create circles to the left and draw circles to the right. So you're exposing the body to a plethora of different positions, angles, holdings, and strength, really. Strength through movement. I can't stress that enough. That's that's very important, and it starts from the ground, and what connects you to the ground is your feet and toes. We're reducing muscular imbalances from right to left. Most people are right-handed. Most people are also right-footed which funnily enough means that the left leg is actually stronger. That is typically your leading leg. If I gave you a footy or a football, a round ball, a football, it's not soccer, it's football. If I gave you a ball to kick, you'd probably kick it with your right foot, which means your left leg is your planting leg supporting the weight, which means it is being exposed to that load more frequently than the right. So we can start to decrease the gap in strength, in mobility, in stability, in comfort, by exposing you to these positions on a frequent basis. Get to strengthen your glutes. If you are somebody who has an office job, if you sit a lot, if you are in the car for hours on end, your glutes basically switch off. Whenever you sit down with all of your weight on a seat, your glutes go to sleep. That's 
In a nutshell, that's what they do. They switch off. They are not in use. They're not supporting you because you've got a, a seat, you've got a piece of fabric, and perhaps a backrest to take the load. So your muscles, basically, they have a sleep. They switch off. So you get to strengthen your glutes. Fun fact, the glutes, your butt muscles, are the largest muscles in your body. And if you think about the amount of time, four hours, six hours, eight hours, 10, 12 plus hours per day, if you're sitting and those muscles are asleep, they're going to get incredibly weak. Yet, they are the largest muscle in your body and they connect your lower to your upper body. It helps to stabilize the pelvis, which supports the upper body, your trunk, everything above it. So like I said, if you are standing on one leg, if you're balancing on the beam on your left leg with your leg straight, this is working hip extension. Your leg is straight. You also get to develop your glutes in an eccentric motion, which means if you slowly go into a single leg squat, you are bending at the hip, knee and ankle, and the more bend there is at the hip joint, the more you are eccentrically, which means lengthening, the more you are loading your glutes. Very important. Having the capacity to stabilize your hips and pelvis under load through movement. This is really important if you play sports, whether it be socially or competitively, or whether it's just to be a strong, stable, robust, resilient human being. You need strong hips and that comes from your glutes. Another reason that I'm doing balance training is to develop what is called reflexive strength. So this means I can have the strength to catch myself in certain positions without having to brace the house down. So there's no external load here. It's just my body weight and I'm not tightening a whole body. I'm not rigid. I'm very loose. My body is moving. I'm not tightening my lats. I'm not bracing my midsection. I'm just letting my body flow and move. I know it sounds a little bit hippie, but my back isn't being braced like it would be for a maximum deadlift or a bent over row or a back squat. It's fairly relaxed and I'm trying to see, can I have strength reflexively? So if you think of like reflexes, when somebody throws a ball to you, you gotta kind of catch it. We're trying to develop that type of strength. Do you have the ability to stabilize, catch yourself without having to overly think about it or brace your house down. That's reflexive strength. And it feels good. You're getting movement at the ankles, the knees, the hips, the spine in multiple planes of motion. Forwards, backwards, that's the sagittal plane. Left to right, so twisting, transverse plane. Side to side, frontal plane. So it's a 3D style of movement. You can choreograph it if you like, but I like to just play around with it. I've got 10 minutes to chill out, have a bit of play, and it feels good. My feet feel good. When I take my, toe, uh, my wild toes off, my feet feel fantastic. I have a lot more movement, and I just feel better after doing it. I don't know what to say. It feels good. And the last thing, I can't stress this enough. If you have a high-pressure job, if your stress levels are chronically high and you don't have any way or method or strategy to decrease your stress and bring some enjoyment into your day, this is fucking awesome. Set yourself up a balance beam and off you go. Just have a play around on the beam, it's fun. 
you'll learn a lot about your body. You'll learn where you're strong and you'll learn when you're weak. And you'll also learn your tolerance level. Like I said, if you've never done this before, it's going to feel uncomfortable. It's, it's almost like if you're not accustomed to moving your body, your feet in particular on hard surfaces, they basically decondition. They get really soft and very weak. So what you can do, it's, it's akin to basically going barefoot and walking on stones or pebbles. It hurts, it's uncomfortable. Because if all you do is expose your body to soft socks, soft shoes, you will become soft. <laughs> this is a fact. Your body adapts to the stimulus that you provide it, and if all you do is provide it with soft, cushiony surfaces, they will become soft and weak, okay? But it's really fun. So for me, it forms part of my daily routine, and I have actually put this on my habit tracker. It's not a do or die type of thing for me, but I know when I do it, when I practice it regularly, I get better at it, I enjoy it, and I know that it's gonna help me in everything else that I do, in my rehab, in my football training, in my sport, and in terms of just having a healthy body. One of the things that I have noticed in my own body over many years is hip impingement on the left side in particular. Hip impingement is basically where the joint runs out of space. So if I was to lift my knee up, basically I get this little irritation or catching sensation or rubbing sort of irritation at the front of the hip. This is what's called impingement. The joint doesn't have enough space and basically the bone, you got a bit of bone rubbing. So in order to create, or to get rid of impingement, we need to create space within the joint. This is actually done by improving hip extension. So bringing the leg behind the body. What is the muscle that works on hip extension? It is your glutes, glute max in particular. So this is helping me to develop and strengthen that hip complex, all the stabilizing muscles and hopefully, along with my rehab and direct exercises for it, will help to clear up hip, imp hip impingement. So that's why I put it in my habit tracker. I know that I can't just do it once and then become an expert. It's gotta be a daily practice and it's gotta be something that I commit to. So it's not something that I dread. Sure, there's days where I don't do it, but I don't beat myself up about it. This isn't my main thing, but I know when I do it, I, I have a better day, I feel good about myself, and I enjoyed the process as well. So at this moment in time, I actually just finished doing my 10 minutes not long ago, and I was listening to a podcast. It's fantastic. Bit of learning, bit of play, so I'm not focusing wholly on the podcast, because when you do balance training, you have to focus on the task at hand as well. But this is what, this is what I'm trying to do for you guys, is just kind of exp expand and broaden your horizons with what's possible with your movement doesn't have to be, it's not the be all end all, but it starts to form the process of what is involved of having a strong, healthy life. If you've got kids, get your kids to play on it. Very, very good. Develop the stability and the motor control. Fantastic. So if you're keen on learning a bit more about balance training or you want to make or buy a balance beam of your own, uh, I would highly encourage you, go and check out the Foot Collective. Just type into the Google machine the foot collective have a look they've got the wild toes uh, they've got some balance beams and see if it's something that you want to get into you can make it as formal or informal as you like uh, if you are quite structured and regimented as it is use it as a bit of play if you need a bit of a kick up the backside then maybe put it in your habit tracker or create one 
as a or on the to-do list five minutes three minutes two minutes and see how you go single leg strength is going to help you create more stability and give you a more solid base when you are walking running jumping landing or going up and down stairs so as humans we are bipedal which means whenever we move we are two-legged but it's always one leg at a time in order for us to locomote we are always on one leg left foot down right foot down it's basically a series of single leg hops especially running so that's my kind of mission for you guys to do a little bit of googling do a bit of research check it out if you think yeah this is something i should get into or i'd like to explore this go for it if you think nah this isn't for me that's totally fine as well i like it i see the benefits in it and i really enjoy it even when uh, my wife and i went on holidays in uh, around christmas time i took my mini beam i've got a 30 centimeter beam that fits nicely in my bag so i took my little uh the little how are they called the little stands shall we say like just that props them up and i just chucked that in my bag i was like sweet i can do a bit of balance training while i'm away so i didn't couldn't walk forwards or backwards i just literally stand on one leg work a few different uh, directions still did my single legs uh, my double leg squats cool nice little habit to have if you're going away for work or you just want to do something to clear your mind at the office you can take it with you so that's balance training. I've really been enjoying it. it. Doesn't stress me out. Doesn't take too much out of me, and it's it's great fun. It gets the creative juices flowing. So when this is the parting word of this podcast, when you perform balance training, you can't think about anything else. So what I mean by that is, if you ever try and stand on one leg, and someone walks by and you start looking at them, you're going to fall over. Same thing. It's it's going to be amplified if you're on a balance beam as well. You can't really think about too much else, especially when you're first starting out, all of your focus will be on the task at hand, which is great. You just you get zoned in and you get to really concentrate on one singular task. You basically forget about all your troubles and worries and stress, and you're just focusing on balancing for that moment in time, for two, three, five, 10 minutes, whatever it is, which I think in today's age of go, 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 of being really, really busy, but maybe not productive, is super important. I think just having a bit of time for you is very underrated and undervalued. So this is a chance where you can be like, no, the world will keep spinning, things will keep happening, but right now for a couple of minutes, I'm just gonna focus on me and balancing. So balance equals stronger feet, more stability equals a better functioning you. So I hope you'll at least do a bit of reading Watch a video or two. Check out the Foot Collective and uh, see if it's something you want to get into. That's it for today's podcast, guys. Don't neglect the single leg work, but you know, keep it fresh, keep it fun. And it's going to be something that I'm going to keep doing for a long time to come as well. It's one of those pieces of equipment that will last you a lifetime if you look after it, if you choose to go down this road. So give it a shot. Let me know if uh, it's a going to be a habit that you're going to try and practice on the regular or not. All right, guys, I'll leave you to enjoy the rest of your day or evening, and I will catch you soon for another episode. Thanks. Bye. If you loved the wake-up call, found it entertaining, or got some benefit out of listening, I would appreciate you helping me to spread the word. 
Please share it with a friend or on social media so that you can pay it forward and give someone else the opportunity to improve themselves like you just have. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon for another episode.